Welcome to the third episode of the Overcoming Podcast. We have Mr. Pablo Kong once again on the podcast with us, but today it's on a uh, it's on a realer note. Today we're talking about different obstacles and um, things that may stand in your way throughout life that certain people have to experience. And first off, before we get started talking too much, I like to bring uh, Mr. Pablo Kong on the air and let everybody uh, meet Mr. Pablo Kong once again. Hey. How y'all doing? How y'all doing, man? Pablo Kong, I'm in the building, here to talk. And uh, you know we're going to keep it unscripted and unfiltered. Oh, yeah, unfiltered <laughs> is uh, is his thing. I had to make sure I checked the explicit box last time. I don't think it was too explicit. But um, the first thing I want to start off with, uh, I want to ask, I want to propose a question to Mr. Kong. And I want to ask you, what is it like being not only black, but a black Muslim in America today, in today's world? Man, that's heavy, man. That's a heavy question. You know what I mean? And obviously, it's uh, it's not easy. You know what I mean? It's not easy. I mean, you know, walking in your faith, walking in my faith, for me, that's the easy part. But just kind of going through the everyday life and the everyday struggles and, you know, having to deal with the stereotypes and all that stuff, you know, in our job and... And things like that in just the world as as you know overall is 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 difficult it is difficult man and it's not nothing that uh I really would wish on anybody <clears throat> so this podcast right here this is going to be um it's gonna be to some people this may seem blunt, but to me I'm just being myself, but earlier. I was about to go to sleep, and I was like, man, it'd be dope to do a podcast with Pablo right now." Because I had all these questions going on in my head, and I'm just like, man, not only to live as a black man in this world, but to live as a Muslim in this world, those are two separate categories right there. And then to live, and when I say this world, what I'm talking about is this country, America, because not everybody has the same stigma against Muslims that America has. Not everybody has a stigma against black men like America has, but... There's two categories that America separates people in, and one is a black man. That's a fear category. The second fear category is to be Muslim. So to be a black Muslim, that's got to feel like dangerous in this country, don't you think? Is that? Da- I mean, to me, it seems to me it seems dangerous to be a Muslim. Period. To be black. Period. But to be a black Muslim in this country seems like you might want to fear for your life. I don't know. Maybe I'm just... Yeah, no, I mean, it's like, it is like a double whammy. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, there's plenty of times, you know what I mean, that I don't, you know, I don't feel safe or whatever the case may be or I feel like something's going to happen uh, because we know how this world looks at it. You know, you know how they perceive the black man already. You know, we all, the, the angry black man that, you know, uh, the threat and all this other stuff, it doesn't matter. You know, I could be working at you know, Wall Street, I'm still look. you know what I mean? I'm still looked at a certain type of way, so it's all, man, it's all crazy, you know what I mean? And I'm just, just living in this world, just trying to figure stuff out, man. I wish it wasn't that way, but that's that's what the world we're living in, and, you know, 9-11, you know, religion-wise, speaking on religion, being Muslim, 9-11 definitely didn't help, you know what I'm saying? That that definitely sparked a whole new, uh, a whole new fear uh, in America, uh, that wasn't really that was it was there it's always been there 
but that that just you know that just really raised the bar man so yeah that's the world we living in bro <clears throat> so i mean i'm a i'll admit to you i guess i am what's considered to be an ignorant american but whenever i mean i know muslim is a religion but when most people think of muslim Islam is the religion. Islam, okay, so Islam is the religion. What would so? Okay, so can you break it down for? Obviously, I don't know what I'm talking break about. Down now. for as far as like Muslim and Islam. What is the difference between? Well, where Muslim, does it differ? It's kind of like the you the, the one walking in faith. You the you the believer. You know what I mean? Okay. Uh, and the religion is Islam. That's the. Oh, okay. The so so Islam, we just fall. In, I fall under the Islam umbrella. You know. What I mean? Oh, okay. It's like saying. Uh, I follow Christianity, the, but they call it Christian. Christian. Oh, okay. You know okay. what I'm saying? So it's the same. So thing. Islam and you're yeah. a Muslim. Yeah. Okay. So I got that down. Because most people, a lot of people don't think of, when they think of Muslims here in this country, what they think of is people from the Middle East. They don't think of African people. They don't think of um, what we consider in America to be... I don't really consider African-American because you didn't come from America or come from Africa and then come over here, but we consider it to be black people, so black Muslims. But what is the, um, why do you think, other than 9-11, why do you think people just can't seem to get over this Muslim curve? Like all these, it seems like there's so much hate against Muslims or well, Islam, and I don't really understand where that comes from. Well, it's always been like that in this country because even prior to 9-11, so I'll give you an example. Prior to 9-11, uh, you always had the stereotypes. So you watch movies and things like that. You see like a like a like uh, anybody that had to do with you know, Islam on movies and stuff like that, they played a terrorist. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it always been there. You know what I mean? It's just that people just never really paid attention until the 9-11 thing happened. And like I said, 9-11 just changed the ball game. Completely for, you know, for all of us. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, it just, you know, they blame everything on that. You know what I'm saying? And that, and that's what that's just what happens, man. People are just ignorant and they don't take the time to just learn and realize that you just can't be that way, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, twelve guys who, you know, hijacked planes and and ran them into buildings and and into pentagons and and, and into the ground in Pennsylvania. That shit don't. It doesn't. You know, it's not a reflection of what the religion is. That's just twelve terrorists. I mean, yeah, that makes sense. You that's like saying, saying uh, that's like <clears throat> using the um. This might be a far off example, but that's like saying if you use the cartel as an example, like the Mexican cartel, right? Let's say we use the Sinaloa cartel in Mexico or something mm -hmm. like that, and we said all Catholics cut off heads or something like yeah. that because the the Mexican religion is like the most known religion in Mexico is is Catholic, so yeah, we don't. You're right. We don't. Uh, we don't paint that picture like that. When we think of the cartel, we don't associate it with um, Catholics. But that's even like. But, just think about it. The KKK. You know what I'm saying? They always. You know what I mean? You see them wielding. They got Bibles and stuff like that, preaching Christianity. You know what I'm saying? And it does. It's not. It's not labeled on them. It's not stamped on them. No. But that's different. You know, it's different for us because. It's just the way society looks at minorities. You know what I'm saying? So, to keep it real, the white man gets way more of a pass when it comes to shit like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, that's just how it is. You know what I'm saying? White people are going to get a pass when it comes to stuff like that. They're not going to equate the two. They're not going to 
uh, it's not gonna be hand in hand like the KKK could fucking they used to burn crosses mm-hmm. in people's yards you know what I'm saying but yeah, you yeah. never hear people talk about the KKK and then talk about Christianity but you always hear when they start talking about Muslims what do they talk about terrorism mm-hmm. they always linked it to you know what I'm saying? And that's, that's, that's how it is, man. That's how it is. It's a stereotype. You know what I mean? And, and it, the stereotype ain't going to go anywhere. You know what I mean? Because that's just how we think as Americans. Even in the military, that's how we think. Yeah. You know, you programmed in the military for certain things, bro. That's know? crazy that you painted that picture like that. Because I guarantee you, if there was more... You're absolutely right. My personal opinion is that if there was a whole bunch of white Muslims... Islam wouldn't be considered, it wouldn't be in the same topic as terrorism. Absolutely not. Because let's say that, so in America, most people that shoot up schools happen to be white. Um, I don't know, this isn't a proven fact, this is just me just guessing, but I'm pretty sure I'm probably right. Um, Yeah, if you look at the numbers, yeah, the numbers is this majority white. It's like majority serial killers are white. It's not a stereotype, that's a fact. And if they all studied Islam... We wouldn't even put that on them. That's crazy. Absolutely not. And so I even go I never further. thought about it like that until you painted it, until you laid it out like that, like the way you just did. Yeah, so I go even further. And I, you know, I don't know if you know anything about Israel and Palestine. And I don't. You know, like they always fighting over there and they fight for this and what. So basically, you know what I mean? Israel and the United States were tight. You know what I'm saying? So whatever Israel do, you know, the United States give them a pass. Israel is way, way more superior to Palestine when it comes to technology, weapons, and things like that. So Israel kind of, con- they control, you know, uh, what's it called? I think like the West Bank or something like that. They control that. And so what that does is shuts all the Palestinian Muslims out. You know what I mean? And they're subjected to way more like crazy stuff, like searches and seizures. You know, they get shot. You know, it's like it's like the Mexican border. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? And it's like Israel is patrolling one side of the Mexican border, mm-hmm. not the Mexican border, but the Israeli border, you know, and, and Palestinians go over there to pray and worship and go to mosques and different things like that. Uh, and it's just been this war that's going on out there. So, but you never hear nothing said, you know, and never, never nothing painted in a negative light towards Israel because they're allies to Americans and not just that. Israelis look like whites. They white. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's, that that's how it is, man. That's that's how it, I'm telling you, man. A lot of this shit in this world, man, has a lot to do with race, bro, and what you look like. People don't want to admit it, but you know, I've always been a, a truth teller. I'm I'm gonna talk about, you know, what I'm saying stuff like that. I'm gonna have those hard conversations with people because I don't mind it at all. I'll always put my two cents in because I don't consider myself a racist. You know what I'm saying? I just consider myself like, hey, I'm gonna tell you how I feel. Yeah. You can like it or love it; doesn't matter to me. But I'm always, I'm always mm-hmm. gonna tell you how I feel because I expect you to be honest and tell me how you yeah. feel. You know. So yeah. So you think if there was a, you think the religion would be more welcoming? You think people would be more, um, more into the idea of becoming Muslim if maybe there was more white people that were Muslim. Well, there is a lot of white people. I mean, Muslim. So th- this is a fact, right? Mm-hmm. Isla- Islam is the fastest growing religion, bro. That's a fact. It's all over. It's been there forever. It's all over. Been there forever. It's a fact. People, you know, they con- convert from 
whatever they are to you know atheists to Islam to Christian. I know Islam, more Muslims than anything. You know, they do that. <laughs> you right. I mean? And like Muslim Islam is the fastest growing religion, bro. So it's not gonna stop, bro. Like it's and that's the thing about it though. Like it's just all just painted in a negative light. And if you knew about it, you would have a totally different, you know, outlook on it. Excuse me, outlook on it. Um, it's it's a peaceful religion, man. Uh, it guides you through life. You know, it sets you straight. You know, nothing is perfect in life. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like, you know, Islam is the closest thing to perfection. You know, in my life. You know what I'm saying? So, it helps me. It helps me through everything. Um, so I think people just need to just read up on it, man, and just and just really do their homework on it, man, and then see how peaceful it really is, man. Especially the people, the countries that you go to. I ain't never had no issues, and I've been a lot of places, you know what I'm saying? So, I've never had any issues. Uh, it's been good for me and my family, man. My kids know what's up. You know what I mean? They give it up every day. They they know what's up, man. They having a good time with it, and uh, that's what we're going to continue to do. We're going to rock that way, man, and, and hopefully, you know, when it's my time, you know, my time is up on this earth, you know, I'm, I'm going to heaven, you know, see my pops. We're going to have a party up there. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, for sure. We're going to do it the Muslim way. So we good. Yeah, that's uh, that's good to um shed a light on that. I was just, I don't know, man. I was just, <clears throat> when I was sitting at home, that's why I had contacted you. Because I was like, man, it seems, I was thinking about it since this morning. Whenever uh, I had asked, I forgot what we were talking about. I had said something, and I was like, I had asked a stupid question, and I was like, oh, okay. I forgot he's Muslim, and then I started to think, oh, shoot. What's it like to be black and Muslim at the same time in this world that we live in right now? It's It's got to be crazy, but, um, I mean, in general, what's it like to, uh, what would you tell that person right now that does not know what it's like to be, so that person that thinks... They know everything. Oh, well, um, this is the way it is, and I know, you know, these laws, and this is the way the world works, and there's no excuses. You know, those people, those rah, rah, rah people, what would you tell that person right now what it's like to be a black man in America? I mean, what is it like to be black in America? I don't even know. I'm only 50%. But also, you come from New York. You're covered in tattoos. Yeah, but you know, I'm, I'm only 50% as well. Yeah, but you you, you but. are what's considered to be... When people look at me, they look at me like I'm Hispanic. You know what I'm saying? I don't look... <laughs> nah, you look like a pretty Ricky motherfucker. That's black. Man. Like, when people look at you, they're like, oh, he's black. It's a black man. Yeah, and they look at me, that's a nigga. Right yeah. There. That's what they look at. You know what I mean? And that's just a fact. Um, and that's okay. You know, because I know what I am, and I know what I stand for. But anyway, um, what it's like to be a black man in America. Shit. Honestly, it's probably the best fucking thing, the best feeling that anybody could ever have, and the worst feeling anybody could have at the same fucking time. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I'll just elaborate a little further. So, best feeling because, you know, this culture... You know, black culture, uh, and what we do, you know, how we grow up, it's, it's beautiful, man. It's beautiful. I mean, I think black people are just beautiful. You know what I'm saying? And like, where we come from, well, we really don't know where the fuck we come from. That's the problem. <laughs> but, um, you know, just being able to discover stuff and just, just go through this journey, man, and it's just been, it's been great. Um, 
And on the flip side, <clears throat> I say it's the hardest thing, man, because shit, you never know, man, if a motherfucking, you know, a police stop is going to be the end of your life, you know, or you never know if you're going to go to work and, you know, somebody else done got promoted over you just, you know, for the simple fact that you think it might be something that has to do with race or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, it's just... Really, it's fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't know if you're going to, you know, talk to your siblings anymore because maybe they got shot by a cop or your mom done got drug out of her house fucking, you know, by her hair by a cop for no fucking reason. Or, you know, your brother sitting on the couch just eating some goddamn ice cream and a cop, you know, walking in the house talking about she think that's, that's her house and then shoot the nigga. You know what I'm saying? So that shit is really, man, it's, it's tough. It's tough, you know, and then you got to think about, you add that on, you got kids, you know, you got to look after and your kids look like you, you know what I'm saying? So you already know that they ain't getting no passes for shit, you know, and you got to, you almost got to train them a certain way, you know what I mean? To, to move a certain way, to talk a certain way, and to be humble a certain way, just for, just for self-preservation, man, just for life shit, you know what I'm saying? And that's what's rough, man. It's rough. It's, it really is rough, man. People, I don't think people really understand that shit. People don't understand it. They just kind of look at it and like as like, you know, I hear different things, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, why y'all complaining, whatever, whatever. Motherfuckers don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, people don't know what we went through, you know what I'm saying? If you put anybody, and I, I can't remember what the quote was or the saying or whatever, but I, I saw some shit to where somebody said something like, uh, you like, you love black culture so much, but you wouldn't trade your problems for black problems or something like that. You know what I mean? And that shit resonated with me. Oh, man. absolutely. It was, a, it was a fact, bro. Like, I was just thinking, like, yeah, as many people who want to, you know what I mean, who want to be a part of the culture and be down with you and cool with you, you think they want to grow up like you? You know what I'm saying? You think they... They, they really want to look like you? You think they really want your skin color to deal with the problems? You think they really want the problems? You know what I'm saying? Do you really think that they want to go move and, and go home every day into the projects instead of going home into that five, six-bedroom house in the suburbs? People don't want those problems, man. You know what I'm saying? They want to be black when it's convenient. You know what I'm saying? Like, but we black every motherfucking day. You know what I'm saying? This shit ain't convenient for me. You know what I'm saying? This is who I am, and this is who I'm proud to be. You damn right. So I won't complain about it at all. And that's why I continue to just try to be the best dude I can to push forward in life, man, and make sure my kids, they know what's up. You know what I mean? Because I'm not, I'll be damned if somebody hurt my children. I'll be damned. I ain't even going to tell nobody what I'm going to do, but, psh, hey, I don't know. I can't see no cop put what they need on my son's neck. It ain't happening. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah, fuck no. See, man, it, uh, I don't know, like you said, every, I don't know, what amazes me, man, is that everybody, everybody wants to be black, right? Yeah. And like you said, everybody wants to be black when it's convenient, but black is cool. Black, when we think of hip-hop, we think of black. When we think of R&B, we think of black. Rap music, black. It's worldwide, right? You got people in Europe listening to rap music. Everybody, you know, the hottest rappers, the hottest ball players, yeah. football, basketball, yeah. everybody, right? Everybody's, of course, we got a Tom Brady, right? But at the same time, we got a Lamar Jackson, 
We got a Patrick Mahomes who's light skinned, but at the end of the day, he can't say he's white. He's got to be black. Yeah, um, yeah. Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson. You have like everybody. LeBron James. The cool thing is black, but even though it seems so cool to be black, it's not cool to be black. And I just don't understand that how everything, when we talk about music, we talk about food, we talk about sports, we talk about TV, I mean, power, whatever's on TV, right? Black people can be, I mean, even clothing, right? Jordan, uh, Yeezy, Adidas, right? Um, Like, Beats by Dre that sold the Apple. Like, black can be at the top of everything. <laughs> all of those categories I just mentioned, black ownership is at the top of it all. But yet, there's still such a huge frown upon black. And it just amazes me. Like, people that go out and buy these iPhones with Beats by Dre installed, who a black man, you know, that was a black man selling to, you know, Apple. Or people that watch NFL all day long. Yeah. Who pretty much they're watching nothing but black dudes on TV play the sport at the highest level, watch the NBA all day long, black dudes on TV playing at the highest level. You know, like, you'll support all this black stuff, but then let somebody take a knee for the national anthem and now it's fuck black people. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. It just seems, it seems crazy that's like we, pra- we praise black things, but we don't praise black people. I don't know if I'm saying it right. Nah, 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 nah. That's you said. You absolutely right, and that's how that's how it is, man. And like, like black products, we show, that. Yeah, no doubt. People just show their hand when it's stuff like that. They're really just telling you what they're really about. You know what I mean? Because you could sit there and root for LeBron James and the Lakers all day. You know what I'm saying? But the minute he come out with an equality shirt, or you know what I mean, he say something on Instagram or something, then everybody trying to bash him. Oh, just play basketball. Just shut up and dribble. Like, nah, fuck that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they tell like, Kyrie that shit all the time. Like, exactly. Come on, man. And they do that to all. They do that to all black athletes. So the black man is good for entertainment. You know what I'm saying? But he's not good for real life stuff. And they don't want to hear his eyes. opinion. We no, they don't want that. We they love you, but that. we don't want to hear your opinion. They rather. Have and that's my thing. That's what's crazy to me. Is that I don't know not one black person asking for nothing. Fucking absurd. I don't know anybody asking for something, or even like the famous people, just with the whole movement going on. Do you, do people realize what we asking for? <laughs> Fucking equality. Yeah, you just saying. Just to be treated equal. Yep. What type of motherfucking world do we live in that that's wrong? That's crazy to me. Motherfucker, I'm asking for equal rights. You equality. Can't, yeah, you can't call that's nobody all, no faggot no more. That's what I'm saying. I mean, motherfuckers got, I mean, oh, no man. disrespect to, to oh, people that oh. are gay, but I'm just saying, like, it's a sin. I go to jail if I call somebody oh, a faggot. Man. But let me call Shit. somebody a nigga to their face, and I'm pretty sure it's not. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I go and call a white dude a faggot to his face, I'm probably gonna, you know, I'm gonna have some consequences. Yeah. But oh, yeah. if somebody comes and says, "Hey, shut up, nigga," you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it is from that point. It is what it is. It's, yeah, and that's the thing, though, man. But like I was saying, man, it's just just to really have people, you know, be opposed to. Like the Black Lives Matter movement. Motherfucker, you know what I'm saying? Like, literally tired of motherfucking getting shot by police, choked out by police, and shit like that. And that's a problem? That's a problem? Like, people really are okay with that shit. And that's the type of shit I can't deal with people like that. 
I can't deal with people like that. And that's why I'm saying I don't have no love for no motherfuckers like that, man. I, I don't, I'm not with that shit, all that blue lives matter bullshit. I ain't with that. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, you know what I mean? You telling me what it is. You know what I'm saying? You don't give a fuck about my black ass, about my children black ass. You know what I'm saying? And you telling me that, you know, you, you can see a cop have their fucking knee on my daughter's neck or something. And you're going to stand there and just pull out your phone and talk about it. You know what I'm saying? Instead of, you know, some motherfucking action going on. Like, nah, fuck that. I ain't with that, man. Like, this shit is crazy, man. This world is fucking whack. This shit just need a, a do-over. You know what I mean? Because we just, we hurting, man. In the, in the main areas. And it's crazy because black people are the most forgiving motherfucking people on this earth, bro. I mean, the <laughs> most forgiving. I'm telling you, man. I believe you. I'm telling you. Think about it, bro. Think about it. Right? I'm going to frame it like this for you. Right? We got motherfucking snatched up from Africa, right? Brought over here. Killed. Raped. Did all the most craziest shit to our people. We don't know. I, I, your fucking last name ain't Smith. You know what I'm saying? That's not. That's that's a slave name. You know what I'm saying? And we just get stuck with all this bullshit, right? But yet, you know what I'm saying? Through all that bullshit, you had black people serving in the Civil War, World War One, Two, Three, all whatever. Not three, but World War One, Two, all that bullshit, yeah. right? So who's really a patriot? Mm-hmm. We fighting for a country that don't even love us. Couldn't be divers, wouldn't be divers. Couldn't mean, be a diver? Yeah. Carl Brashear was the first black diver. Mm-hmm. We fighting for a country that don't even Couldn't love us. Couldn't fly planes. So Couldn't, how the fuck, yeah. is somebody, how could somebody even fix their face to tell us that we're not patriotic? We're the most patriot, patriotic people on this earth. Nobody could take that from us. Who else, who else did, have done what we've done? You know what I'm saying? We came over here. This is not our land. Y'all snatched us up. You know what I'm saying? Took everything from us. Our religion, history, family, everything. You know what I'm saying? And we over here serving in the military. Shit like that. Making this, making this country great. You know what I'm saying? We the, we the original motherfucking make America great again. We the original ones. You know what I'm saying? Not, not Trump, bitch ass. You know what I'm saying? Like, people, uh, people don't understand that, man. People don't understand it. They don't get it, man. You know what I'm saying? And that's just, they don't look past their own bullshit, man. You know what I mean? Like, it's not really hard to tell, you know, because none of that stuff that I said can be disputed, man. It, these are all facts. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can, you can just go to, I was watching something last night. You go on Netflix and watch this shit called Medal of Honor, bro. They talk, they talk about real stories of people getting a Medal of Honor, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did... Never mind. I'll let you go. And they talked about this this black staff sergeant, bro. You know what I'm saying? Who got the Medal of Honor? Mm-hmm. Couldn't serve with white people. None of that shit. Like his whole story was crazy. His name was like Eddie something. You know what I'm saying? I can't remember his name. Great dude. Unbelievable soldier. Super patriotic. You know what I'm saying? Like loved his country. You know what I'm saying? But the country ain't love him like that. You know what I mean? And that happened with a lot of soldiers, man. But that's how it is out here, man. Like, they treat us like second-class citizens, man. And when I say they, I'm talking about the racist motherfucking people. You know what I'm saying? Because I know I'm not stupid. I'm not going to sit here and categorize every fucking, everybody that's not black, you know, as a racist. I'm not going to do that. You know what I mean? That'd be crazy. But I'm talking to, if you listen to this podcast, and you the racist motherfucker I'm talking to, first of all, I want to say fuck you. And then second of all, you know what I'm saying? I want to tell you that I am talking to you. I'm not talking to the people who got love for, 
you know, minorities and black people and they actually show that and, and you know, they work hand in hand and, and we doing our thing together. We love you guys. You know what I'm saying? But for the other people, fuck you. That's how it is. Shit. Oh, yeah. And I think a lot of times, man, I mean, even back to, like, back to when you were talking about, like, uh, Blue Lives Matter and stuff like that. Like, what happened was, is... They came to get, people came together and said Black Lives Matter, right? That's what we heard. Mm-hmm. Well, first we heard the LGBTQ community talk about all their stuff, and then we heard them come together and talk about Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. And then after that, due to what had been happening, what we had been seeing, you know, posted online, social media, the news, everything like that, then people come out on top and they say Blue Lives Matter, yeah, Green Lives Matter. You know, people start saying this stuff. And what I don't think people realize is that when you go and you say that, after somebody says black lives matter, and then you say blue lives matter after that, that's a sign of disrespect. I, I feel like people, now people have it, like, it's it's a known thing, right? We got these little, we got these black and white flags with a blue stripe through it, and it stands for blue lives matter for police that have been lost. I got that. But... What happens is, is it seems like people can't support Blue Lives Matter and Black Lives Matter because everybody's categorized it. And that's not the intent. When somebody says Black Lives Matter, there's no need to say anything else. Like, there's no need to say, oh, my life matters, all lives matter. You know what I'm saying? Because I said the same stupid shit before. Like, oh, all lives matter. No, motherfucker, we ain't talking about all lives right now. All we want to... All black people are saying is that Black Lives Matter. They're not saying... You know, black lives are more important in your life. Yeah. Black lives are more important than police lives. No, no, no. They're not saying that. They're just saying black lives matter. And I, I mean, that is a... It's like either you can say they matter or just come out and be like, you know what? Fuck it. Black lives don't matter. Mm-hmm. Like, just come out and say it. Stop all the other bullshit. Stop the blue fucking flag or the white and black flag with the blue stripes. Stop that bullshit. Stop everything. And just, if you can't say black lives matter... Then just say black lives don't matter. I mean, in all reality, to me, that's what it is. Yeah, so... And that's the thing, though, is I stopped even, like, having that debate, man. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, honestly, when people say that shit, they know what they're doing. They know what they're saying. they too cowardice, you know what I mean, to say what they really want to say, which is we don't really give a fuck about black people. That's what they really want to say. You know what I'm saying? It's not about no damn blue lives matter because you putting the... You know what I'm saying? We talking about a fucking talking about people, actual race. You know what I'm saying? Compared to a, a job, a police officer, like you chose to be a cop. Yeah, you're right about that. You know what I'm saying? We didn't choose to be black. This is just what we are. We can't yeah. change that. You can change being a cop at any time you want to. You know what I'm saying? And that's the deal. You know what I'm saying? That's what people don't they know, but people know this shit, and that's why I said I'm not explaining this shit no more. You know what I'm saying? So if you want to, you know, have that dialogue with me and shit, then you're just going to be talking to a wall because I'm going to say what I got to say. And as soon as you try to say some other bullshit, I'm not trying to hear it, man, because at the end of the day, you know, I'm smart enough to know what you're trying to do and what you're really trying to say. You know what I'm saying? But if you're that much of a coward, then I don't want to talk to you anyway. And that's, that's how I feel about it, man. So, you know, she never put a, you know, a whole race of people up to a, a fucking a job. You know what I mean? A job title. You know, a profession. Like, nah. Nope. Not gonna be a part of that shit right there, man. So, 
Well, I don't know why you ain't on TV talking about this shit. Because you know what? I never... I've had this argument with so many people before that talk about... I mean, that's because I've had a a terrible past with the police, but... Mm -hmm. We won't speak on that because I'm only half black. You know what I'm saying? But that shit don't matter. <laughs> How you think they looking at you? You that, that's, when, that's when they call me in, they call me in as an 18. Man. They call me as an 18 year old Hispanic. That's what they call man. me in. What well, they said Mexican. They, that's because they saw your hair. They said 18 year old Mexican male. You got the Pocahontas waves and shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, just wait. I've been yeah, putting that Hong Kong do rag on. Just give yeah, me, give yeah. me about eighteen weeks, and I yeah, had them down. Like eighteen. <laughs> Damn. I had a uh, straight hair way spinning soon, but I mean, no, I've never heard anybody put it better than that, man. Like, I wish I would have had that answer for other people a long time ago. The way you just said that to me, um, because at the end of the day, like you just said, there's no reason if somebody's willing to put a job up against. An entire people, there's yeah. no reason to have that conversation. Like, I got it, right? If I come out here and I'm like, yeah, blue lives matter because I support the police. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't. But that's off my past experience. But if I do come out here and I say blue lives matter, but at the same time I'm saying black lives matter, okay, cool. But if I come out here and I'm just saying, oh, no, blue lives matter and you need to show respect. Oh, hold up, Blair. You putting. So you telling me that an entire race doesn't matter. Compared to a job, like come on, man, that I don't yeah. know. It just that's what people say, and it's crazy. Because you put it on the same playing field, and it makes and no sense. That's a not job, a, it's not even close. In, in an ethnicity, it makes close. no sense at all. And to me, like it's not wrong with you supporting the cops. That's fine, like yeah, yeah, yeah. because I support cops. But guess which ones I support? The good ones. The good ones. Yeah. If you're a bad cop, then you're a piece of shit. Yeah, that's just like you soldiers. I mean? I mean. Exactly, just like being in the army. Yeah. Good soldier, we support you. Bad soldier, you a piece of shit. You know what I'm saying? We're not supporting that shit. And that's yeah. how it is. You know what I'm saying? So it's I don't have no problem with like cops like that. Like that's not the that's not the whole thing. You know what I'm saying? It's just that, you know, everybody try to twist it, you know, and, and my thing is this, you know what I'm saying? I think I've said this to you before, uh I hope I get this right. Um it's a uh, like anal- analogy that I that I heard uh I fucking don't even man, I don't even remember where I heard it at, but I thought it was like great. You know what I mean? When you're talking about good cops and bad cops. You know, 80% of cops, I truly believe, are good cops. You know what I'm saying? They're good. 20% are bad. Okay, my bad. Let me rephrase that. 60% of cops are good. 20% are bad. And 20% are neutral. I think that's how... I'm going to make sure I say it the right way. I'm going to come back to that because I don't want to mess that up. I got to look that back up because I had... Damn, what was it? I mean, shit, the 60, 20, 20 seemed like it would be so right. So 60% cops are are good, 20% cops are, like, neutral right in the middle, and then 20% cops are bad. I think that, I, like I got to go back to it. Anyway, basically, the point of that is saying that, you know, let's say, like, a number, like, you got 80% good cops, 20% bad, right? Uh and you come, you're going to get that, you know, you're going to get to 100, right? Because I'll, I'll show you how you get to 100. So if 80% are good and 20% are bad, who's stopping the 20% of bad cops? Nobody, because that 80% know that these cops are bad. So if you're not stopping them from doing nothing, then guess what category you fall in? The bad cop. So you could damn near make an argument for 100% cops are bad. Especially if you know you're doing something wrong. If I'm your partner and you know I'm out there just cracking heads, doing all kind of shit I ain't supposed to be doing, illegal searches grabbing ass on women, 
You know what I mean? But I'm not Pro- doing that. You know, uh, and you ain't and you with me, and you not doing you not doing nothing illegal like by actually with the actions, but you're allowing me to do that. Then how good are you, bro? How good of a cop are you really if you yeah. just watching that shit? You're just the innocent bystander that's contributing to everything. Exactly, you just as bad as that person. Yeah. That's just like in the army, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like if something happened in the army, right? If we in the army, you know damn well that's how it work. They just drag us in. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like I don't be having shit to do with nothing. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you, you in the damn truck? Soldier crashed the truck. Who get in trouble? Oh yeah, you gonna get all that work. Yes, you gonna get that work, yeah, bro. You ain't you even were, driving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You weren't you know even driving saying? the vehicle, but you, you ain't know even what? driving. Yeah, exactly. I so wish that, I that's wish, how it happens, yeah. man. Like, and that shit is crazy to me, man. Like, that's how it is, man. So you know, people, they just gotta be careful, man, when they bring these cop arguments up because a lot of it is bullshit, you know. And these dudes, they be out here doing some real foul stuff, man. And if ain't nobody there to stop them, then what are we really doing, man? Like, what are we really doing? Man, I was, uh, yeah, I completely agree with you, and I ain't mean to cut you off, but, um, I just want to give a short experience on the, or a little backstory of my experience with the police and why I look at the police the way I do, and that's just due to the fact that, um, when I was a teenager, man, what year was it? It was probably 2011. Luckily, it was 2000. Yeah, I was lucky it was 2011. Either 2011, 2012. I believe it was 2011, though. I don't think it was 2012 because I don't think I was a senior in high school yet. But um, anyways, I was at a, I was at my sister's apartment. Her and her boyfriend were inside arguing. They're arguing about Subway. You know, about a, you know, they're inside just arguing. Like, oh, no, I want this to eat. So no, I don't want cousin? that to eat. No, my, my sister. My sister oh, okay. and her, uh, her kid's dad. We're in an apartment just like this. You know, an apartment. And they're arguing about what they want to eat. It's not no crazy argument, just, oh, F you, F that, blah, yeah. blah, blah, whatever. Cool. 30 minutes goes by, me and him, you know, we go outside, we're in the car, I got my nephew. Um, I'm not sure what we, I think we're just running outside to get something real quick because we're about to go get something to eat. Next thing you know, I'm standing in my car, hold my nephew, I got on shorts, you know, t-shirt, my uh, sister's kid's dad, he got on like a short white beater, everything like that. Um, I'm holding my nephew in my hand, or my uh, sister's baby daddy is holding it. Her, her, his uh, son in his hands and all of a sudden the police pull up guns drawn like we're just standing in the car Yeah. next thing you know hey all we get is an A and we got pistols pointed at us from that point I'm losing my mind right like I see my nephew I see myself I see my uh, sister's kid's dad with guns pointed at us I'm not thinking you're the police I'm just thinking why the fuck you got these guns pointed at me like you about to shoot me right like, I'm talking straight to the head, guns pointed, ready to go. And I'm losing my shit. I'm freaking the fuck out, everything like that. So I'm getting into it with the cop, and then all of a sudden they come up. I shut the door, everything like that, to the car. And then they took us back upstairs. So we're upstairs, and I'm still arguing with the cop. I'm yelling at him, everything like that, because I'm mad at the fact that he has his gun pulled out on me, and I ain't did shit wrong. I'm just standing there having a conversation well, what at the time I called my brother, I'm sitting there having a conversation with him, and I got a gun pointed at me. And from there, we go inside, we come back outside, and I'm still losing my shit because this cop has not told me why he has the gun pointed at me. Mm-hmm. Next thing I know, dude pulls out. He switches his gun out, puts his gun down, pulls out his taser. I'm lucky I had this cop. I'm lucky I had this cop because he switched his gun for his taser. Then he says, turn around, you need to go inside. I get done yelling, I turn around, I go inside, 
As soon as I turn around and grab the door, he shoots me in the back with his taser. That's crazy. From that point on, and this shit was on, there was people that had it on video at the point. I was like 16 years old. People that had it on video. Um, from that point, they arrested me, put me in the car, everything like that. My mom came. You know, I was uh, talking shit to the police. Ended up going to a little juvenile detention facility and then came back home later the next day. But once I went to court and everything for that, because we were going to sue the city and everything, but luckily I ended up joining the Army anyways. But um, What were the charges? Like, so my charges were obstruction of justice. That's what it was because I was obstructing. So the police come out at the end of the story. The police had came there to um, they came there for a domestic violence dispute. Mm-hmm. They didn't know who it was, right? So come out at the end of the story. They didn't know if me and him were even involved. Uh-huh. They just heard that there was a domestic violence dispute at this address. So comes out of the story. Why did the police pull guns on two random brown kids in the parking lot in the first place? And then, why did you pull your gun on me in the first place? And then, when they asked the cop why he shot, he just said he was nervous and he couldn't, you know, he couldn't really figure out what he was doing. And that's why he squeezed the trigger on his taser. And that's why he tased me, even though I turned around. Because it was evident I got shot in my back. But I tell people, I would have sued the shit out of I tell people this today. I'm so glad it was 2011 and not any other time after that. Because if it was after 2011, I probably would have been shot down right there in those apartments in the back for no goddamn reason like that moment right there is shit. what has showed me that every like everything else that i see on tv like that shit is real and a lot of people they're yeah. like oh no nah, police don't just do that motherfucker i literally was in an altercation like i was talking to the police yeah i was yelling at him but when he told me to go inside i went inside and that motherfucker still shot me in the back with a taser gun yeah and that's what i'm saying that's what happens a lot of times you know what i'm saying you like like you said you lucky you got the taser bro and it wasn't the yeah. motherfucking gun. You know what I'm saying? And that's what be happening, man. And that's the type of shit that, you know, we have to live through. You know what I'm saying? And like, and that's, and, and my thing is this, is that that shit is unacceptable. Oh, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And I'm not, I'm not going to be the one to just be like, okay, well, we cool. That's cool. Like, I'm just glad to be alive. Nah, fuck that. You know what I'm saying? Whatever's done to us needs to be done to them. You know what I mean? And that's the bottom motherfucking line. Fuck all that, man. I'm not no, like, violent person and all that shit, but I'm not going to let all this violence happen to me and my people, and we don't do shit. Like, nah, man, that, that's weak, man. That's weak. I don't, I don't agree with stuff like that, man. I don't, that's why I have, be having a problem with cops, man, because cops, some cops are, are great, some cops are just stupid, man. They just approach the situation all wrong, and, you know, everybody's senses is all heightened and everything when they, you know, when they're doing their job towards a black man because we already looked at as a threat you know what i'm saying so it's we man going into a situation like that we already got motherfucking two strikes against us you know first you black and then you a male so police already be hand on a gun you know what i'm saying and, and that's how it is man that shit is bullshit you know what i'm saying so and that's why i used to want to like honestly that's why i used to want to be a cop I'm like fuck that you know what I'm saying I'm changing stuff from, from the inside you know what I mean like I'm calling all these bad motherfuckers out and stuff like that but it's, it's difficult to do that's why you always see like these cases man these fucking police unions and shit like that they got so much fucking money man like that's why so, some of these cases go so long and you know all their lawyer fees are paid for and all this other like it's crazy like these police unions that's what needs to be dismantled 
Like, why the fuck do you need a police union? Like, why? Well, they're going to tell you, well, just in case they get laid off, we can get them their job uh, back. Or that's job bullshit. That's bullshit. Yo, as a soldier, we ain't got no goddamn like, union. Yeah, man, like, that's... that. We get laid off, bullshit. it is what it is. Like, you don't need a fucking police union. You know what I'm saying? That shit is bullshit. That's just something, you know, put in place, you know, so the fucking racist-ass cops and the motherfuckers that do wrong and have some, you know what I mean, some backup. That's bullshit. That's straight bullshit. I'm, I'm just tired of all that shit, man. You could let a, I mean, shoot, let a soldier go overseas and murder a whole bunch of innocent people for no reason, and then... Oh, man. They're gonna get... I mean, they're gonna... But, you know... Gonna face the man when they come it, back it just, you know, you know the crazy part about it, though? But there's been a few cases since fucking dumbass been in office that, uh... That I think it's been, like, two or three soldiers that's been pardoned. Really? Yeah, but, you know, some white dudes. Uh, you know what I'm saying? It's like... One dude was like an infantry lieutenant, and then it's like two Navy SEALs or something. Like, and the crazy part of it, like clear war crimes. Like, clearly killed innocent civilians on some straight up just dumb shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, on some, I'm just better than you, I'm going to kill you, like, I'm going to erase your life. And you know who told on the people? They own teammates telling on them. Oh, so that's how you know it's messed up. That's how you know it's fucked up. They own yeah, teammates yeah, telling yeah. on them, right? And then the cover-up starts to happen. So and then the dude gets convicted, go to jail... Then Trump bum ass pardoned a dude. Pardoned him. Gave him a pardon. So his ass is out of jail. For killing an innocent civilian, bro. Like, oh, I don't even know if the dude was innocent, but I think what happened was, if I remember correctly, um, it was like a Taliban guy. He got shot, and then the, the, the SEAL medic yeah. was caring for him. You know what I mean? Doing his thing, caring for him and shit like that. Then the dude just came up. Drug him away, shot the motherfucker right in front of him. And the dude, and it's crazy, man. Like, that shit be happening, man. Well, I mean, we know that shit be happening, but they even have cases like that in, like, Australia and shit like that, too, man. I've seen some shit in Australia where that happened. Um, I'll get you this dude's name, and you can read up on this dude, man. He's straight up bum. Straight garbage. You know what I mean? Like, highly decorated seal. You know what I'm saying? But that don't mean shit when you start to do stuff like that. You know what I mean? So... That's what I mean, man. Like That's and, crazy. You know, these dudes, they know what they're doing. They just, you know, they start, they get in trouble, and they MAGA from the beginning anyway, and then... Yeah, you got to kill know. that, uh, like you said, you got to get rid of that support team, that support force, yeah. which is that union, yep. that uh, whatever is Absolutely. enabling it, you know, the enabling force. You got to get rid of that. Because like you said, there's no reason, I mean, I get it, like, I'm from... You know, where I'm from in Kansas is uh, a lot of aircraft. So, mm -hmm. of course, the aircraft companies have unions to help people when they get laid off and things like that, when they go on strike and stuff. But it's like, come on, I'm man. okay with that. The police, mm -hmm. though, like, at the end of the day, like you said, you choose like, to be a cop or to not be a cop. You know what you're so, supposed to do and not supposed to so do. So I should, let me rephrase it a little bit. I think it should be a police. Like, everybody should have a union. That's fine if you have a union. But I believe that when it's a case like, you killing an innocent motherfucker, no money from that union should be able to go to that cop to support his case and stuff like that. There's no fucking way. No way. Because that's you know what I'm going to get them to pool. Yeah, exactly. Because these motherfuckers, got, they got like unlimited budget down there. You know what I mean? Police unions got so much money. You know what I mean? That's why they're able to fucking donate these fucking thousands of dollars to like fucking the campaigns, like the Trump campaign and stuff like that. Yeah. Man. These dudes know what the fuck they doing, man. You know, so I don't know. 
I'm just tired of all this shit, man. I'm ready to fucking move to fucking Africa. That's what I'm going to do. What part of Africa? Move to Africa. I'm going to fucking, I don't know, man. I'm going to like Ghana or fucking Nigeria or something like that. You know? There's some nice cities over there. Hell yeah. It ain't like what people think it is. And then at the same time, uh, I forgot who I was listening to talk about it. Actually, I think it was T.I. T.I. and uh, I was I was listening to the Expeditiously podcast with mm-hmm. him and uh, 21 Savage. And he was telling him, like, man, whatever you could, like, Africa's already a beautiful, rich place. But whatever businesses that are flourishing over here, they probably don't have them over there. So you yeah. can literally take that same business idea from America, mm-hmm. take that shit over there, yeah. and make a killing. Yeah. Like, they ain't got no Instagram. We got Instagram. Like, they don't have, you know what I'm saying? All those things that were big over here, they don't have that yet. So it's too easy to take well, the same thing over there and make a killing. Well, everything we got here, man, they got over there, man. It's just in a smaller scale. You know, that's all it is. It's all for something like Instagram, all you need is fucking internet and smartphone. yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, so I mean, he was just saying, like in general, like oh, whatever, yeah, yeah. you know, whatever business plan, yeah, you no, know, no, we got no, over I'm here that's successful. Take that shit over there and use it, no, like whatever you. countries. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I think that's a lot of uh, that's a lot of what we lack too, man. Is the um, it's traveling and being diverse because we see everything different due to the fact that you know we've been in the military. You've been in the military way longer than me. But at the same time, when you come into the military, you see so many different types of people from different mm-hmm. countries, from different yeah. places in the States, you know, and it just, it changes your mind to a lot of things that you might have, you know, that you might have used to believe in. And a lot of people, they never see that, you know, they yeah. never leave home. Yeah. So like if I'm originally from Wichita, Kansas, I never leave Wichita, Kansas. I ain't never going to know nothing other than what's in Wichita, Kansas. True. And hey, you're from what? Brooklyn? No, the Bronx, man. Harlem. Harlem. Are you yeah. from Harlem? Hey, and that's my Harlem. thing, though. It's like you ain't never gonna know nothing. Like if you never leave there, you never gonna know nothing outside of Harlem. Yeah, yeah. And that's the good. That is the good part about the military, though. That is the good part about the military. You get to see, you know, and meet people from all walks of life, and it's cool, man. Like this, I don't think. You don't really get this kind of diversity anywhere else, bro. Nah. You know what and saying? you know what? You I was... Don't. I don't even think you get this kind of diversity. Hell In college, no. you don't even get this. Nah. You know what I'm saying? Because that college is based off of... Dope, you know what I'm saying? Who can afford to go to that college? Yeah. Like, those type of people... Is it a private school? You know, can only those people, you know, that are either people that got scholarships or people with rich parents can afford that school? Like, nah, the military is hell. If you can't do nothing else, you know what? Hey, come with us and you can win. Like, we're on the same page. <laughs> yeah. You know, if you, you ain't got no citizenship, you ain't naturalized, you're in trouble, um, you just want to be great, you're already great. Like, everybody, the worst of the worst, the best of the best, come together and be the best. Yep. Like, that's what the military is. And, like, I've met, like, I probably would have never met people from, hell, Nepal, um, Morocco, other places in Africa, Russia, Ukraine. Like, I've met, you know, I've met soldiers from Iran, Iraq. Uh, like people from all over the states and it's like it's ridiculous man how it can just open you up to um to so much more and one thing i was thinking earlier when i was at home and i was uh one of my old soldiers he raps and stuff i mean a lot of people do but he's he's really good he's a really good rapper Mm -hmm. 
But yeah, he raps. And um, one thing I realized is that in the military, man, there are so many people that are like extremely special that have all these talents that they don't even get to use. I mean, some people use it, but most of the time it's just like a side gig due to the fact that they're giving everything to the military. And I was thinking earlier, what if, what if all those people that didn't decide to join the army just went out there and, you know, try to seek out their dream? Like, how many more people would, you know, would, would there really be out there that were like superstars and stuff like that? And I think that's one thing that us service members kind of, uh, we forget about sometimes is how, uh, special and important we are because we all come from different places and we forget that hey at the end of the day we really are fucking superstars man we just we ain't really out there getting the grind in like that i mean yeah you know what i mean well i think what happens is you know with this military shit you get so wrapped up in it you know because you, you work a lot of hours you wake up early uh and all that stuff so it's like phew, you know, it's like any job. You just get wrapped up in it, man, and life kind of just keeps going and going and going. And the next thing you know, you it's time to re-enlist, and you're like, damn, you know, time done flown. You know, it done flown by, and, you know, you had a, you had a plan, you know, to maybe only do a year and put out a rap album or something, and you just, <laughs> you know, you done fucking around and forgot about that shit, man. And you just kind of keep, you know, doing what you got to do to advance your career forward. Um think something you know in cases like that you know sometimes you need when and sometimes you just need people to slow you down sometimes man somebody to slow you down like yo remember you're supposed to be doing that shit you know what i'm saying just like i'll be telling you and shit like yo i think you you special you know what i'm saying you should be doing you know x y and z man like don't forget about this don't forget about that you know this army shit is cool but at the end of the day we only doing it temporarily man you know what i'm saying so fuck that live your life man Live your life. Oh yeah. Well, before we get off this podcast, man, is there anything, uh, anything that you want to get out there, man? One last message you just want to get across. I mean, there'll be future podcasts coming for sure between the both of us. But just, I mean, when we're talking about being black in this country, man, being black in this world that we live in, what's something that you want to say to people out there that just to let them know, like it's okay to be black. Don't fear me because I'm black. I may be black and tattered and Muslim. But you know what? At the end of the day, I'm a goddamn perfect... Not perfect, but I'm a goddamn great man. You know that? Because ain't none of us perfect. Uh, Well, first of all, I don't really give a damn what people think about me. But <laughs> uh, as long as I'm, I'm shining and I'm a superstar, you know, in my kids' eyes, and my fiancé's eyes, I'm fine with that. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, for me, you know, I'll just leave y'all with this and I'll just say this. Uh, if you pay attention to the message, you know what I mean, and not the messenger and how it's said sometimes, just, excuse me, pay attention to the message. Just break the message down. And then you'll really understand, you know, what I'm really trying to do and accomplish in this world. You know, because I say some stuff sometimes and, you know, people, you know, they get offended or they get upset or mad. Because they're too busy worried about, you know, uh, how I'm saying it and, and things like that. Instead of actually listening to what I'm saying and then just letting that message resonate. And then they come with their own conclusion with that. So, you know, I just that's basically all I got to say is just pay attention to the message. And uh, not the way I'm saying the message. I like that, man. Don't shoot the messenger. 
I mean, you're absolutely right. You got to pay attention to the message because a lot of times we take, you know, we we take everything. That's what we're used to. We're used to the media, whoever, taking whatever somebody said out of context. And now that's the picture that they're painting instead of listening to the actual pure message. But yeah, um, uh, absolutely. Yeah, that was definitely a great talk. And we're definitely going to have more podcasts to come. That was random right there. That was yeah. me taking a nap, just hitting up Pablo like, man, let's do a podcast tomorrow. You know what? Matter of fact, let's do it right now. So it is what it is. But thank you for listening. And, um, man, I love having these conversations with Mr. Kong. And stay tuned for the future. Thanks for having me.